just own it and don't avoid the awkward conversations <laughs> because they are, they're not going to go away. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about self-growth and personal development for entrepreneurial women. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, goal smashing, and much more. And And now, now, on on to to the episode. episode. Welcome back to Honest Convos with Karen and Marsha. This is episode four of Management March. We've talked about managing your energy, managing your time, managing your expectations. And today we're going to talk about managing communication, which is a big one because so many things get started or fester or grow or become big problems just because people are not communicating. Very true. And if you're going to work with other people, you got to communicate with them, right? Because Mm -hmm. I mean, even like (laughs) there's that meme. I know you know this meme, Karen, but it's like, I'm a solopreneur. So if you see me talking to myself, I'm having a staff meeting. Don't interrupt. Yeah, like, I mean, but communication is like a huge, huge part of being a successful person. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like you need it in everything, right? I mean, whether it's with a partner or a spouse or um, family members, definitely with like, if you have children, I mean, you have to really be able to communicate properly with your kids and convey like what it is you're trying to say to them to help them understand so that they actually, you know, take the trash out on Monday and Thursday. <laughs> like it's just two days. I don't understand why it's so hard, but anyway. So like, you know, just communication with especially business partners, like Marsha and I talk about stuff all the time. We set aside time to have actual meetings. You know, we're probably like a little bit formal about it, but it helps us because everything is out in the open. We're talking about all the things that we are thinking about with regards to our co-project here. And we have notes that we keep from the meetings and like that kind of stuff. It might seem like it's overkill, but it really is not because it keeps everyone on the same page. And it's like, whether we have different ideas, whether we are both like really on board with something, um, you know, all of that needs to be discussed. You can't just like have weeks and months go by and you have had no contact or communication with someone that you're working with. I mean, that's just not, that doesn't work. And then don't even get me started on clients. Um, I'm learning that really fast running an agency every day (laughs) I am in communication with clients to just make sure that they feel supported and they know that we got them, right? Because sometimes it's like, if you don't hear back, you're just like, did they get my email? Do they care about me? Did they just take my money? And then now they're dropping me. Like, you know, you don't want someone to have any of those kind of feelings. So like literally one simple email can just make sure that they know that you care, that you're here for them. You're, you've got it, you're working on it, whatever, you know? I just sent an email before we started recording to someone for her hideaways, just like, hey, just wanted to make sure we can get moving on this. And when you talked about the communicating with kids thing, I learned this like early on, like you have to communicate at their level. Like we never did the baby talk or anything, but I've seen people talk, they'll be like, now when you do that, it really upsets so-and-so and and they get disappointed with you. And and it's like a long drawn out sentence with a bunch of 
syllables and like that kid after like three to five words they're checked out like their brain is not processing anything you said so like I try to communicate in a concise way because I try to think of any person as having that type of attention span where like you only grasp their you know their attention for a short amount of time so make sure that you're communicating stuff in a clear way because it it's helpful and it doesn't keep people hostage with their time. When I worked for the government, the amount of meetings, Karen, I swear that's what mm. drove me away. I was just like, I, why is this another meeting? This could be an email, <laughs> you know? And like, I think that's a good thing that's come from the pandemic is that there are more maybe emails coming out, but you can't not meet with people and you can't not communicate with them, but you can do it in a way that's efficient, that gets the point across where you're touching base. And with technology now, you could do Voxer, you could send voice memos, you can do Marco Polo, which is like a video app, you can do Loom, which is screen shares. Like there's n- no way to not communicate with people <laughs> in this day and age. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, technology has made it way easier, but like you mentioned too, like you don't want to over communicate or take advantage of that. You know, you just, it's, it, it can be hard to find the balance. Like, am I saying enough? Am I saying too much? You know, <laughs> am I emailing once a day too many times or whatever it might be, but you know, you just have to kind of feel that out as you start to get more comfortable communicating, you'll kind of, especially if you're running a business, the way you work with your clients or the way you serve your customers, that will evolve and you'll kind of figure out your groove. And it's good to have some SOPs. We talked about that a little bit with, I think the time uh, management one, where we talked about having like some canned responses that are in the queue for things, you know, making sure that it, Because if you're going to be selling, especially like digital products and things, I mean, the amount of times you'll get an email of, oh, I don't know how to log in or I forgot my password or how do I get here? I had someone email me uh, a few weeks ago for something that they bought from me in 2017. And she was like, I can't log in. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it's 2021 and I have a whole different system and I don't even sell that anymore. And I forgot all about it. I was just like, what? You should have downloaded it like four years ago. So anyways. Four digital years is like, yeah, I know it's like a whole (laughs) lifetime. I was like, what even was that? So I went and I found it. I luckily still had it like, cause I keep, I am a digital hoarder. I have all the things. So I did find like the, it was like a ebook and a workbook and, and some sort of tools. And it was like a bundle that she bought. And so I found it and I just put it in a zip and just, you know, replied and attached it. But I was just like, that is so strange. And so I added that to like my SOP, like, you know, this is what you do if you get an email. Cause I'm like, I never would have thought of that. Like someone emailing from four years ago, hey, I can't download this anymore. And I'm like, yeah, duh. Cause like, what? But yeah. So just kind of thinking like as things happen, that's a good example, right? Like just adding it so that if it happens again, you're not having to go back to the drawing board and and come up with what, how do I respond to this? So that's a good lesson I, I learned recently. I used to have a spreadsheet for Charm Cardinal members that said preferred mode of communication. And I didn't care if it wasn't my mode of communication. They were, they were paying me money to be a part of my group. So I was going to make sure if they're only on Facebook Messenger, 
they're going to get the reminders on Facebook Messenger. Client communication is super important, but also like communicating with potential collaborators. I have had situations, this is where all of the boundary work that I do now and that I started last year, it all came from me basically feeling assaulted by what I believed was their perceived notion of access to me. And it just became so overwhelming. And that's when I realized like how important communication was. And so I did want to give a tip when you are dealing with people, because like we're entrepreneurs, we're super excitable. We are, when we want to launch something or work with someone on something, like we can be like extremely excited. And we talk about this next episode about, you know, you're managing your creativity, but there was a situation where me and someone else, we had a, a business relationship and we were going to work on something together, but then it just, it became too much. Cause I was getting like rapid fire text messages. And like, I was at my kid's baseball game. And then, you know, I was at home trying to unwind and like, I'm very much, I, I try to keep a nine to five for people's accessibility to me Monday through Friday. And then weekends and nights, like, of course, I'm still working and I'm still creating stuff, but that's okay because I feel like I'm in my silo. My silo is warm and cozy and there's a fire going and I have my warm tea. You know, I, I'm not like the people who are like, don't work in a silo. I'm like, silo is my special place. (laughs) And I felt horrible because I ended up responding to a group text, not knowing the person was on there. And that was horrible. And I said, you know, I was like, I just feel like it's it's like obsessive type communication. And I meant on my part too, because when I get text messages, I have that feeling of like, I need to get back right away. And that is a hundred percent. Like I take responsibility for my reaction to how people are communicating with me. But anyway, setting up boundaries and just knowing what's acceptable for you can help you going forward, you know, cause that I felt horrible about that. It was a relationship that it's rebounded some, but, but you remember that. You remember that. Yeah, no. And and that is a good point that you want to have clear boundaries, communicate those boundaries. And also if you, if you do have a misstep in your communication, you just have to kind of own it, you know, just like own it, be like, you know, my bad, or I wasn't clear, or I didn't obviously didn't say exactly how I was feeling, what I was thinking, or, you know, just, just own it and, and don't avoid the awkward conversations (laughs) because they are, they're not going to go away. There's a book. um, I think it's called Crucial Conversations. I have to look it up. So we'll link to it in the show notes, show show notes, (laughs) show notes. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Now, wouldn't that be funny? The show notes. Yeah. They'd be like, what? What is she talking about? See, those communication got to have it <laughs> oh um, yeah <laughs> no, I love that crucial communication cc that's definitely yeah. a book I need to read I did I don't know that I actually said the tip but when you were talking it reminded me like one of the ways that you can just talk to people is like when you're in that super excitable state just say like hey you know I can't be going back and forth all day over this I'm very excited about working together in this capacity let's start a google drive where we're both Mm -hmm. collaborating on it or Slack or whatever. I don't do Slack or even Voxer or basically just have an application where it's something that you can go into. That's, that's what works for me. 
as opposed to text messages. Cause I, I get text messages from my kids now, you know, Ryan will text me and I want to keep the business separate from that. So having like somewhere where you can both add to where it's not that constant, like, Oh, what about this? What do you think of this? What do you think? Of, you know, it's like, okay. And then we'll meet up, you know, in a week, touch base and, you know, have a phone call or whatever, but just having that like little hub. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, and one thing I heard recently, like, especially around boundaries is like, if you want to basically violate your own boundaries, like, you know, if you're like, I'm only going to be available from nine to five, but you send an email at six, you know, (laughs) like you can do that, but you just want to be careful that, you don't set a new expectation for someone because if you say, okay, you know, I'm only available during this time, but yet you start responding often outside of that boundary, then it, it does create a new expectation for that person of like, okay, well, yeah, I know she said nine to five, but I'm always getting emails from her at six or seven. So whatever. So, you know, just be aware and mindful of that. Like when you're communicating things and, and really, setting like the expectation for someone that even if you are like, okay, this once, I really want to get back to them right now, you know, that's fine, but don't make that a habit because it does adjust someone's thoughts on, okay, well, she's always like emailing me anyway. So like, I'm really careful about that with my coaching that they can box me, like you can box 20 times and whenever you want, but I'm only going to respond at this you know, certain time. And sometimes I'll see that they box and I'm like, oh, I'm so tempted. I'm like, oh, what are they talking about? But I'm like, no, <laughs> I am only, cause I know that if I do that, I'm probably gonna do it more than once. And then they're gonna start to be like, oh, well I can just box her at midnight and she'll probably respond. Like, no. So you have to just be aware of that. And just, you know, thinking that through when you're communicating and when you're setting your boundaries and you're, you know, making sure that people know what to expect from you, that if you do veer from that every now and then it's okay, but don't make it a habit. Yeah. And that goes back to managing your energy too. Cause like just by doing that one time, if you consciously like go outside of your boundaries, then you're going to have that mental drama. That's like, Oh God, am I going to start doing this? You know, like even just thinking about that, like is making Karen and me like clam up. Just imagine if we did actually do it with email, you can schedule the send to go out in the future. So you can schedule it for like 8am the next day. If you're working on a project with someone and you're having regular meetups, like just add notes to the calendar event. And then that way, when you guys are actually meeting up together, then you have like all these bullet points and you don't have to think about anything. It's not twirling around in your brain, you know, Karen and I are trying to communicate (laughs) 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 communicate often, but communicate well. And I don't think you can overthink how it's best to communicate with people that you have partnerships, relationships, or business with. Mm-hmm. Just I don't give think it, so. Yeah, give it some thought in advance. Be thoughtful about it. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 